Welcome to episode number five of Tanks Talks, which is an episode that I almost didn't quite get to make. So <laughs> normally, um, this episode would be out by now. It would have it would have already been published, and it's half past two in the afternoon, and I've not actually recorded it yet. So sorry about that. Um, but I am here. So last week was my birthday. I turned thirty four. Um, I had the entire week off work, the entire week off of content creation um, and I just chilled out. I went to a spa for like two days, had the most stunning time with my wife and then I came home, had a beautiful birthday with my kids um, and just totally relaxed and recovered to the point where I don't think I've quite synced back into working life um, and actual normal life just yet but we move, we roll. So normally with Tanks Talks, I kind of have a bit of an agenda about what I'm gonna do each episode about. And today's was actually due to be about um, kind of like nerves when you come out and like those like newbie gay vibes. Um, but do you know what? That doesn't actually feel kind of true to my heart today. So I'm not gonna talk about that one. Um, instead, I'm going to talk about what's kind of bumbling around in my head um, and some kind of things that came off of the back of my episode last week which was about autism and self-diagnosis um, and before I kind of go for like full blast thank you for the level of support that I received from that episode it was literally so unexpected um, I had so many beautiful messages either saying you've helped me as an individual, you've helped me as a parent, which honestly means the world because I've felt that kind of lonely, confused moment as an ASD mum. Or you're valid, which naturally means so, so much to me. So thank you. So off the back of that episode, one thing that I, as an autistic individual, have really, really struggled with is boundaries and understanding not only other people, but also my boundaries and what I need. Um, and I'm not always the best person with kind of theory of mind. Um, and that's something that I've actually really struggled with. I've struggled to even recognize within myself up until kind of the last couple of years when I realised that actually the boundaries I thought I had in place, I would allow anybody to step over them really quite easily. Um, and it resulted in me not being left in the best positions. Um, so that's something that I've had to become hyper aware of and actually really, really work on. And interestingly, I know that I'm not one of the only autists that have that issue, um, especially theory of mind. So if you're not sure what theory of mind is, it's essentially understanding somebody else's intentions. Um, so an autist is not always able to distinguish if somebody has good intentions, bad intentions, um, if somebody's just gonna take, take, take from them, or actually if somebody is potentially a bit of a harmful person. Um, that's quite well known 
as something that's really hard to figure out because naturally you've got to be able to read that other person um and an autistic may not pick up on red flags <laughs> i definitely really failed to pick up on some red flags throughout my life um not just in romantic situations but just in like day-to-day -day life work situations friendships even family all kinds of things um so that kind of sums up theory of mind and it's something that I'd, oh, ironically I've always been aware of with my son so he has really quite poor theory of mind but I didn't really realize that actually I do too um and it's something that I struggle with so for me I'm a natural born people pleaser I want to please other people I want to make other people feel happy feel good the thought of upsetting somebody making them angry um or disappointing them is actually really quite disturbing for me um i find that quite stressful so i have that natural urge to constantly want to please others and quite often that's at the cost of myself so i will often come last um and it's not something i had really paid attention to doing until the last kind of couple of years um and i think the reason that it kind of hit me was because actually i realized that a lot of people were just using me and um, they were using essentially when i when i started to gain a platform and i started to gain a following they started using my following for their benefit um whether that was financially whether it was to grow their own following whether it was for attention um people were almost leeching onto that and uh, that that became really visible and it was at that point that i was a bit like okay i think that actually this is something that i really struggle with um i'm very much a yes person you won't actually catch me saying no <laughs> very often or actually it's not won't you wouldn't um so you know even if something was at the total expense of myself i'd say yes to it because i didn't either a know how to say no or b i was too scared to say no to somebody else um which over time has actually proved to be a bit of an un like unhealthy habit is it a habit mindset it's not something that is actually beneficial for me so i very very quickly get to the point where i'm either completely burnt out um and i need to be on my own i need to not be contacted not be spoken to uh, i'm just in meltdown phase or i'm so drained from other people taking that i can't give to myself anymore um, and that's quite a struggle. So it's definitely a situation that I've had to address and really, really consciously work hard on setting my boundaries and ensuring that my boundaries remain set. Now, unfortunately, when you are a bit of a people pleaser, people are going to want to push. They're going to want to push those boundaries just to see how far they can actually get and to see what they can get out of you. Um, and trust me when I say that has happened <laughs> that's happened a lot but ultimately I think I've now kind of got to the stage where I've actually got really pretty good at 
saying I'm going to do something or setting some kind of boundary and leaving it in place. Um, and there's definitely some tactics and techniques that I've had to use to be able to do that over the last couple of years. So I think one of the biggest reasons that I wasn't setting boundaries with people was simply because I was really scared of losing them. Um, so what I mean by that is if I had a friend and I didn't want to lose that friend, I would kind of really put myself last in the friendship or just try to appease everything even if I didn't agree with something they'd done um, because I was scared that I was going to lose that person or if in a work situation, works, work was one of the hardest ones that I really had to crack. Um, so in work situations, if I had a client that was overstepping boundaries, I was frightened to put those boundaries in place in case they cancelled or they left. If I had a boss that was really taking the piss, um, I was scared to kind of stand up and say no, just in case I lost my job. Um, and then in other work situations that I've been in, which a lot of them have been a little bit public, um, I was really nervous to set my boundaries and what I needed and what I required because I was scared of it blowing back in my face. So there were a lot of there was a lot of situations where I kind of really withheld from saying actually no, I don't want to do that or no that does not suit me or no I don't agree with that um, and. I found over a course of time, I just got more and more and more drained um, to the point where I was actually really struggling to function just in general with people in my job, on social media, I became quite down, I became quite low um, and it wasn't until I actually kind of had a moment where I was like, I really need to set these boundaries in place and stop letting people overstep them. Stop fearing other people's feelings. Um, you know, I am that person that I could be absolutely exhausted, completely like leached of any energy and not really have anything to give, but I don't want to say no or say, actually, this is what I need. Actually, I need a minute, I need some quiet, or actually, this is just too much for me because I'm scared of upsetting the other person or I'm scared of the fallout of what's gonna happen. Um, and I've had to really, really work on saying, actually, that's not my responsibility. And I think that was a bit of a key realization for me. So I actually really struggle sometimes understanding what's my responsibility and what is somebody else's. And I've had to really consciously work on the fact that actually emotions, feelings that belong to somebody else are their responsibility. They're not mine. And by me simply saying, I need a moment or I need a break or give me some peace. Um, or actually that's not my role. Um, that's my boundary and if they can't respect that they actually don't deserve my time and I don't need to be made to feel guilty for having the ability to recognize what suits me as a person and what doesn't um and the problem quite often when you have autism is that you will keep on just 
saying yes all the time. It's that constant, yeah, 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 yeah. And you don't realise until you kind of hit almost a really bottom low point just how drained you've become and how, you know, awful internally you start to feel. I was hitting points where I could barely string a sentence together. I was dreading doing my job. I was dreading working. Um, I was finding that I was just spending all day long back and forth in, back and forth in. Like, my phone was never stopping. But that actually was my fault because I wasn't putting anything into place. It was like, no, I'm, I'm not available right now. Or no, this is not what is going to be suitable for me. And then likewise, on the flip side, sometimes an autistic person can actually really struggle to understand somebody else's boundaries. So I may not always be able to read that you are tired, that you are upset, that you are angry, that you need a moment. I might only be able to understand how I feel and that I need to express that and put that across and I've got to get it out. Um, and I realise that actually sounds really conflicting from everything else I've said, but it is super hard for me to be able to read somebody else unless I'm expressly told. So for example, with Kelly, my wife, um, there had been times at the start of our relationship where Kelly was feeling a certain way, but I hadn't been able to pick up on it. I hadn't been able to necessarily read her body language, read her facial expressions, understand or read between the lines of what she was saying. Um, and we've now learned, or she's learned, that sometimes I need to be told very, very directly, Grace, I need a minute, or Grace, I am feeling this way right now. Um, and then I can, I can deal with that, and my own personal emotional agenda doesn't feel quite so strong, because... I've actually had almost like that blunt force of this is how I'm feeling and this is what I need as a person. Um, but reading somebody else's boundary can be super, super tough. You know, I'm, I'm very aware that I can be quite intense, <laughs> especially if I'm feeling quite passionate about something. Um, and actually Kelly is very, very good at centering me in a conversation could potentially get a little bit intense for other people I'm quite aware when she's with me of mm, perhaps I shouldn't be inputting as much as I am here um you know it can come across as I'm dictating a conversation when I'm actually not trying to do that I just feel really really passionate about it um so <laughs> boundaries from both sides actually can be really 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 hard and it's I, I've got better at understanding other people's boundaries and 110% better at understanding my own um, and installing them and not feeling guilty for having them. Um, I think the the rise of of my life on social media potentially I've, I've always been an open book. I can't help the fact that I am an open book and I do open my spaces to other people to feel safe. Um, and sometimes I feel like that can potentially be misconstrued as I've got the answer or I am, you know, rather than opening up like a safe online space, I've opened myself up as a person, which I unfortunately just cannot do. 
Um, so there have been times where I've I've really taken a bit of an emotional toll um, from other people, and, and the problem can be is that emotions are such a tricky thing for me. They're so hard for me to understand. Quite often I don't understand my own emotions, let alone trying to understand somebody else's. Um, so if somebody comes to me with quite quite a deep feeling or problem, irrespective of who that person is, I take that on as my issue. I find it quite hard to separate and distinguish what belongs to them and what actually does belong to me. Um, so I kind of, as I climbed the social media ladder, found that I was becoming a safe ear for a lot of people um, and that, that I, I worried in some stages that I was actually giving completely the wrong impression. Um, I'd hoped or thought that by sharing my journey, by sharing my stories, by sharing who I am as a person would help other people just naturally feel a bit safer and naturally start being a lot more comfortable in themselves and their journeys. But actually at times I think it opened me up to absorb other people's problems and I can't deny that there had been or has been times where you know I've been having a really ace day I've been having a lush day and then I'll get a dm that is is like actually pretty tough to read um and it completely takes my day away it can set off anxiety it could be really triggering or I just might not know how to process it I might end up completely absorbing that as my problem and I realized that as a content creator slash influencer that's quite a big thing to put out there and that's not me saying don't dm me it's not me saying you know my inbox is shut very very far from it but I'm ultimately I I, I can't I can't fix <laughs> I can't fix people's problems and I think sometimes even I'm aware like bits of my journey, bits of my story can be really triggering to other people. Um, and when I'm, if I was to put that across to just one person, that that could potentially be quite hard to deal with. So in, in many senses, I'm honored that people feel that safe, that they can talk to me. And then in others, I'm, I find it quite tough sometimes. Um, especially with the job that I do because I do work very closely and I do work one-to-one -one with people I naturally start to get to know people I get to know about their lives I get to know about their struggles um but ultimately my job is to get them fit and to get them eating better um and that has that that is a line that has has an all I suppose always will be it's very very tight it's very very close as to when that's actually overstepped um and that is a boundary that I've had I've really had to work on and that's that's not a new thing I've done this job for a very very long time and you know I'd have face-to-face -face sessions in the past where I'd have a client walk in and I could see they weren't right and I I would ask them are you okay and they're like actually can we just go for a coffee that's not my job but I would say yes because I was so scared of saying no to them 
Um, I'd have clients ring me at 3am and I'd answer because I'm, I feel like that's my responsibility. Or I'd have, you know, some, some pretty kind of deep messages sent and they're, they're not things that I can take on. So I think for a neurotypical person, they would be able to, or for the most part, would be able to install that boundary and recognise that actually that's not a relevant situation to them. It's not their responsibility. It's not something they want to have involvement with. It's, you know, it's actually something that's going to feel quite negative for them. Um, and they don't, they may not always have that expressive need to people please. Whereas I unfortunately don't have that. And combined with a really poor sense of theory of mind that I did have, um, I wasn't always able to distinguish what this person's intentions may be by taking my time up. I did unfortunately have to have some pretty kind of horrible situations and scenarios to get to the point where I'm at now, where I'm able to recognise a red flag, where I've kind of equipped myself with the toolbox that I need to not just jump in. So <laughs> it's in my instinct, you know, when I meet somebody, I want to just jump in head first. I want to tell them everything about me. You know, I want to, let's do this, let's do that. Let's, I've got a plan. Like, it, it, it's, it, as I said, we can be quite intense. So I don't necessarily take a step back upon introduction and weigh someone up. Well, what is this person's intention? For example, over the last three years, <laughs> I obviously owned quite a well-known good business. If, if you don't know that, then it's okay. <laughs> I did at one point own a very well-known good, like massive business. And when that business shut, and even during that business, the amount of times I was approached by people that are like, oh, I want to open this business. Do you want to be my business partner? Let's go into this together. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, even when I was in the business, like that was happening. So it kind of, I really, really had to consciously, and actually Kelly, my wife, helped me do this. Because one of the first times it happened, she was like, Grace, do you know this person properly to go into a business with them? And I was like, fair point. Fairs. Didn't think about that. I just got excited because it's like, oh, that's a good idea. Um, but I've had to kind of take that a couple of steps back. And actually ask myself a serious, like, series of questions, such as, do I know this person? Do I know enough about them? What's the impression and feeling that I'm actually getting right now? What benefit am I gonna get out of this? And that's one question that I never ever really addressed myself. What benefit am I going to get? It doesn't even have to be a business transaction. That could be a friendship. It, it could be anything. What am I going to get from this? Because if I'm not going to get anything, I don't need to do it. I'm not there to just please other people. Um, and I've had to kind of carry that into so many different areas of my life that actually my friendship circles have massively changed. They have got so much smaller. They've hugely reduced. And at first I was scared of that. I was like, well, I don't want to lose my friends or you know, I don't want to upset people, but actually people were upset with me for just being me and being true to myself. So in many senses, that's that's really not my problem. Um, and actually it's 
about having a better quality of people around you, not having a ton of them that you have to be somebody you're not with, or you have to be on edge with, or that you're constantly giving to, and you're really not getting a lot back. Um, so that that's kind of a situation that has really, <laughs> really changed. Um, but then also in work, you know, I've had to really implement it. I'm not gonna work six, seven days a week. I'm not working around the clock. I'm not available 24 seven. I'm not gonna sit and answer that email at 10 o'clock at night. I'm not gonna do that Instagram post at six in the morning. Like, you know, there's boundaries that I've had to put in place there to protect myself. Um, and there, I now kind of pay a lot more attention to clients. Is Are we actually a good fit? Am I a good fit for you? Are you a good fit for me? Are we going to end up mutually working very well together? Um, and actually kind of just slowing the process down a little bit rather than just running head first into something has, it, it just pays off dividends for me. It's, it's so much better. And then if I do find that something is a bit slippy, isn't quite feeling right, isn't working, or maybe, well, a bit too far, then I then have the toolbox that I need to step into play and say, actually, this is what I need to do. This is what's going to suit me. And I am not worried about how you feel about that. Um, so that's been really important. And that's actually something that I'm actively working on with my son as well, so that he doesn't end up um because his theory of mine is so poor being dragged into kind of awkward or negative situations um and then also my daughter who's a huge people pleaser she's actually grown a bit of a spine lately and a bit of a backbone where she's like no I don't want to do that no I'm not the same as you no we're different no I'm not I'm not insaneing it um so it's it's definitely a journey that's been really really hard and what's been interesting is as I've kind of developed along my own authentic autistic self I discovered I'm not the only one that has this problem there's a lot of people um a lot of autistic individuals that that have that same struggle um that really struggle to read read other people that read what they're meant to be doing in a situation to want to constantly please people and I think sometimes when you feel like you're so out of place when you feel like you don't fit in when you're different when you're the odd one out when you've got to go and be somebody else you just want to please you just want to make other people happy all the time and that nine times out of ten is at a huge expense to yourself um and that actually isn't, it's not how life works because there's been so many times where I'm like, I'm doing all of this work, I'm doing everything for other people, but who's doing anything for me? Um, and it takes me a lot to actually recognize that. Sometimes it takes other people to recognize it because I just can't even see it. So it's, in many senses, it, it was nice to discover that I'm not the only one that has this trouble and this feeling and this problem. And then other senses, it was actually quite sad because I was like, I don't want to feel like this, let alone somebody else feel like it. So it's um, it is one of those well-known <laughs> little traity, traity parts of, of being on the spectrum, I think. But um, it's, um, 
it's been a really actually tough journey to implement it and do you know what i probably piss people off daily daily i will piss people off um i i don't hide my emotions anymore i don't hide if i'm having a bad day i don't hide if i'm pissed off or if i'm struggling or if something's bothering me i just kind of tend to put it out there and say it um and actually if somebody's overstepped a mark if somebody has gone beyond a boundary that i'm willing to let them go beyond if i feel like somebody's trying to drain me or actually isn't necessarily the right kind of person that i want around I'm not scared to say that anymore and that does upset people it they they get pissed off with it naturally um and I've it's not a natural feeling for me to not care I always care internally but I have to really work on caring about myself first so either way it's going to be an exhaustive situation but it's one that has kind of really been at the forefront of me the last couple of years because it actually keeps me protected now um it stops me from being drained of emotion of <laughs> integrity of um respect of business sense like it's so much so it's it's definitely a really good skill like skill set that i needed to learn it just took me some time to recognize that actually that's something i find really hard i'm gonna wrap today's episode up there i realized it's actually been a little bit of a ramble episode it's almost been a bit of a a tanks talks airing <laughs> like, get some stuff off that's on my mind without coming into it with this big structure like i've had the last few weeks um that's actually where tanks talks was born from so if something was bothering me, I'd just set up a camera and I'd just talk about it. I'd just say it. So it's actually probably been the most cathartic episode I've really done so far. Um, because lately, setting boundaries has been a huge, huge thing for me. Um, I actually got to the point, literally, like a couple of weeks ago, where I was so burnt out. I was barely able to work. I was so knackered. Like, I didn't really want to get up and do my job. I didn't know where I stood. I was just looking at my laptop like, what the fuck am I meant to do? What what am I meant, who am I right now? You know, I was like, do I, <laughs> do I quit my job? Am I, have I just gone stupid? Like, have I forgotten everything I know? Um, and realistically, I should have been really happy. Like my ro my roster's completely full. Um, business is is strong and it's booming. I'm uh, from a content creation side, growing like hugely and doing really well with that. So why did I feel that way? And it was simply because I didn't have enough boundaries in place. Um, and I was, you know, finding that I was becoming emotionally drained every hour of every day my phone was pinging with somebody needing something from me or a message or just a lot so it's this this tanks talks actually feels really relevant to me so i'm sorry if it's not along the lines of what you've been used to listening to me so like so far 
if it's a little bit kind of all over the place and it doesn't make sense um i just needed to get this one out and without it being like a vlog and a moan up but actually maybe some people will find it helpful that you know just take that step back assess the situation what am i going to get out of this am i going to benefit what is this person's actual intentions right now what do they want from me before you jump in and do it because trust me we all want to be likable we all want to please other people but not at the sacrifice of ourselves so yeah that's it <laughs> um but i um will be back obviously next tuesday with another episode and hopefully i will actually talk about what i was planning to talk about which is newbie gay nerves um so obviously when i came out of 31 i had only ever been with like one woman and i was much much younger so i was petrified <laughs> and trust me that is a real real feeling um so it's a subject that i really really would like to cover and then at the same time kels and i actually hosted a q a on um the tanks talks instagram and you guys have asked us so many questions as a couple that we want to get that filmed as well so hopefully you might even get a double at some point this week um but for now i'm gonna peace out and love you and bye and please make sure that you hit subscribe because at the moment we really want to be able to come away from tiktok and focus on instagram uh instagram and youtube as our main kind of video platform and um, because i love long form content <laughs> so yeah hit subscribe join the tanks family fingers crossed you'll get to meet kelly as well soon um and i will see you next week Love you, bye.